Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Friday, October 27th, 2023, and this is day 2046 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you, we honor you, and praise you with all that is within us. There is no one else like you, and no one else deserves the glory but you. So I just thank you from all from the bottom of my heart. And I thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Let me just give you a quick update about what's going on with T-Zone. Very excited about that. We will be presenting tomorrow, no, Sunday. Today's Friday. (laughs) We'll be presenting Sunday at 10 a.m. to the congregation. The T-Zone youth will be sharing about human trafficking awareness, things that they've learned, and educating the uh, members or the the people, I'll say, at church. We're not members, but the people at the church and uh, the congregation, letting them know uh, what that looks like. What does the grooming look like? What are what are things that you can do to, you know, to help alleviate it, to abolish sh- uh, slavery? Uh, we've got a lot of amazing things the kids have created, uh, posters, and uh, each of them, groups of them, they have uh, certain talking points that they're going to be sharing. So they're all very excited about that. And so am I. So please join us if you'd like uh, on Sunday at 10 a.m. It's only going to be for about an hour and, uh, and and they'll they'll be done sharing that. And then we'll continue in human trafficking and then looking up family history. We'll be incorporating that as well on Saturday. So we'll be back the first two Saturdays of November. We'll be back uh, working with the kiddos. And uh, the other thing is, I'll be sharing a little bit more in the message about one other uh, exciting opportunity, but um, we will be meeting with the Kansas City, Kansas schools to talk about uh, bringing Transition Zone there into their classrooms. Uh, We will be uh, doing entrepreneurship training. I think I said this with uh, KIPP. Uh, charter school starting uh, after the first of the year. And we have started our first adult entrepreneurship class. Today will be our fourth session out of 10. Uh, The other thing, if you have any youth or uh, young boys or young girls, 10 to 18, that you would like for them to take our DIY training, uh, please reach out on the website, tzonekc.org, to let us know you're interested. We just uh, were blessed with lots more funding to get lots more tools. So <laughs> we've got those tools and we're ready to <clears throat> we're ready to start. We'll probably have to add on another Saturday or extend one of our Saturdays on the first and second Saturday and make it um, a little longer. So uh, maybe, you know, we end 
uh, we go from nine to 12 and we may start another session from one to three just to make sure we're getting the DIY training done. All right, so that's pretty much it for the update. We uh, encourage you to continue, you know, with your amazing support with T-Zone. If you like to donate, you know, even if you choose to do five or ten dollars a month, that would be greatly appreciated. Or you might say, I can do two fifty a month or five hundred a month. Uh, whatever you do, we will be greatly appreciative. Uh, go to tzonekc.org and hit that donate button. All right. Thank you all so much. Let's go into the word now. The title is Get Out of That Box Right Now. <laughs> Get Out of That Box. Mark chapter 6, verses 45 through 52. Mark chapter 6, verses 45 through 52. And it says, immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to Bethsaida while he dismissed the crowd. After leaving them, he went up on a mountainside to pray. I love this about what Jesus would do. What a a great pattern he set for us to copy uh, to do. It's like him being recharged and and that time to be alone with God. We all need that. Uh, Later that night, the boat was in the middle of the lake and he was alone on land. He saw the disciples straining at the oars because the wind was against them. Shortly before dawn, he went out to them walking on the lake. (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. He was about to pass by them, but when they saw him walking on the lake, they thought he was a ghost. They cried out because they saw they they all saw him and were terrified. You know what? I think I would be too. <laughs> Especially since they had never seen him in that way. Immediately he spoke to them and said, "Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid." Then he climbed into the boat with them, and the wind died down. They were completely amazed, for they had not understood about the loaves. Their hearts were hardened. So, see, just before that, you know, God allowed two fish and five loaves to feed over 5,000 people. And, and they were already amazed at that. Now... To see Jesus walk on the water. And so, you know, we'll talk a little bit about what that is, about their hearts being hardened. Okay, so let's let's go to our points. Point number one. So when we moved uh, to our bakery, when we moved our bakery from Raytown to Crown Center, uh, you know, a few years ago, um, I, I did not believe the rent would be reasonable since Crown Center seemed to be... Uh, higher end and and very well kept and just a beautiful facility, especially during the Christmas season. It was spectacular. I mean, people would come from all over, you know, even from all over the world just to to see it. And uh, I mean, in the uh, whenever the Chiefs played or the Royals, uh, the opposing team stayed at that hotel. Are somewhere near because they would come and they would be strolling through the hotel. We met a lot of uh, famous uh, athletes that would come through there because they were staying there and they bought our cinnamon rolls. And many of them would come through 
you know, whenever they were in town and they remembered us and they would come and get those cinnamon rolls. We were there for five years and, you know, we had no idea. We, it would have been the last thing place we would have thought of that we could ever afford, but God sent them to get us. We had been struggling in Raytown the last, you know, we were there for about five years and, uh, you know, Hurricane Katrina had hit during that time. Uh, no, 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 not Hurricane Katrina. I'm sorry. It was uh, something else had taken place. Uh, it was another hurricane, but it wasn't Katrina. And it affected Louisiana. So Louisiana had gone through more than one uh, type of situation that was terrorizing for them. And it affected our, our sugar and so things like that happened are we had to phase out the donuts that we used to make because uh, the supplies had gotten so expensive that it wasn't it wasn't feasible for us to make them. We couldn't make a profit on them and we couldn't mark them up enough to make a profit because it would be, you know, more than the people could bear. So we we were going through quite a bit and uh, we were just trying to figure out what to do and praying. And then God sent these people there to the bakery that we had never seen before because we knew all of our customers just about and uh, or at least recognized them. And this was a group of about four or five people all dressed up in their suits and and they came and ordered up a little of everything off the menu and and uh, went and push tables together in our little dining room that seated 30 people. <laughs> and then they came back up and, and told my sister, one of my sisters, that they were sent there to come and get us, to move us to Crown Center. Uh, and then my sisters came and got me and let me, and you know, asked me to talk to the guys and the lady. And and we ended up uh, meeting with them over, uh, you know, a couple of months and working out the details. And it happened. And we really did not think we could afford it because, you know, we just knew how uh, beautiful Crown Center was and beautiful the spaces were. As a matter of fact, they even uh, built out our space for us and made it, you know, the way we needed it to be to accommodate our, you know, electrical uh, needs and things like that. And all of that would have cost 50000 and they paid 40000 and and said we you know we could pay 10 i mean just things like that they did and even with that we're like we don't have the 10 <laughs> can we make payments and they're like sure whatever you need to do they were they needed they they wanted us there not not only did they need us there they wanted us there i i think they could have gone to anyone else and gotten them there so but they used to have a bakery there that they ran themselves the hyatt did and and uh, they needed someone that knew what they were doing and they wanted someone that was not uh, a chain. Uh, they wanted a locally um, n named organization, a locally grown, I should say, bakery. And we fit the bill, but God worked that all out for us and blessed us through this organization. And our rent was actually the same or less than it was in Raytown. But I couldn't, I was not thinking outside the box. <laughs> I was looking at things from my own uh, vantage point. And God wants us to see it from his. I was actually putting God in a box based upon my beliefs. But I learned a great lesson uh, during that season of my life. God can do all things. I just need to believe and obey him. 
Everything about that encounter was so unconventional. It went against every human perception and worldly systems. How God answered our prayers based upon a man buying and serving our dinner rolls at his parties. Uh, Who would have thought that would open the door to experience uh, some of the most amazing encounters that I had ever seen. So that started, the the reason that the people from Crown Center came to us was because a gentleman used to come and buy our cinnamon rolls, and then the people that came to his dinner rolls, or buy our dinner rolls, uh, ate them, and they were just blown away, and I guess a conversation got started. We'll come to find out he was married to one of the Hall family uh, sisters or daughters, and uh, I don't know how it went, but... Anyway, she even came down one day to meet us and said that they would love for us to come and move in and uh, to Crown Center because they loved the product. And, and this gentleman that would come down, we would laugh and joke. And you see, you never know who you're talking to. And, and to us, it didn't matter. It wasn't about um, titles or your positioning. It was just about you're another human being. And so we... We still, to this day, my sisters and I and, and, and any the people that work with me, we treat people like we want to be treated or, or even better, really. <laughs> we treat people uh, fairly and with unconditional love, no matter who you are. Uh, I learned to take courage in the Lord and let go of all fear, just as Jesus told his disciples to do during that time. When I was just in shock and, and God says, take take courage. Point number two, we can be informed about what God's word says and we can be amazed at how he has worked in other people's lives. But we can refuse to believe he will come to our aid in our time of trouble. Such a reaction is not unbelief, but willful, hard-hearted rejection of Jesus's ability to help. So that's what that hard-heartedness was about. That's what happened with the disciples. They they saw him multiply the bread and the fish and they they could see that happening for others, but when it came to them and and it was a excuse me, a whole other story. So we don't want that. We don't want to become hard-hearted and we want to take God's word and apply it to our own lives as well. So instead We need to take courage and trust that he, that God is there for you. Glory to God. I, you all may have heard me say this, you know, when I'm sharing about T-Zone that we need at least one 15 passenger van, ideally two of them would be great. And, um, we were looking to get a grant for one, but that hasn't happened yet, but just getting the 15 passenger van. So I was in a meeting uh, with other uh, organization, other leaders of nonprofits. And I shared that story that we needed a, a van and we needed a, a, a space to do T-Zone in the urban core for people that can't get to us where we're located right now because there were a lot of young people that couldn't get to us. And so after I shared that, we took a little break and two of the women came over to me and and offered me, listen to this, their 15 passenger vans from their companies. One of them said, we don't ever, we, we don't use ours every day. 
and uh, especially on weekends. So if you're ever interested, just let me know. And that even comes with a person that drives it for us. So they they have that uh, accommodation through their nonprofit. And she said, let's talk about it and get things worked out. And then another lady with her organization said we could use her her building space because they're not using it every day. And they're they're right in in the urban core uh, and they're a community center. And uh, I was just amazed at that as well. I just was I I was just touched so much. uh, And I never thought to go that route. But you see how God will do it. We just need to speak it uh, as God gives it to us. And he's got the people there to hear it that he's going to use to help you, to help us. And I am so grateful and I can see it every single moment in my life, how God does that. And I bet you do too. It's just a matter of acknowledging it and trusting God and taking courage and humbling ourselves. You know, once upon a time, you know, that humility thing, I had to do away with that pride of thinking I can do it all myself and I don't need help. I've I've long since gotten rid of that. <laughs> and knowing that it takes others to help us. God uses people. So what are you trapped into a box about? What is it that you're not willing to let God handle? Understanding that could be a hardening of your heart. God is saying, take courage, trust in him. As he's done for others, he will do for you. So just allow him to do that. He will work it out in his own way. Now, if you don't know Jesus, y'all, that's the very first step you could ever make that's going to make the biggest difference in your life where you spend eternity, whether you'll spend it in with Jesus for eternity or in hell for eternity. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And of course, don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about the things we're doing in the community, teaching our youth about life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, human and sex trafficking awareness, and DIY projects. We, again, thank you so, so much. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you and I. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.